Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer and try Peloton risk-free with Peloton Rentals at onepeloton.com slash bike slash rentals. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Come through, queen. I want to see you. Come through, queen. Hi everyone, it's Dan. And Brendan. And this is Come Through Through Queen. Queen. This is episode 95.5. This is the easiest choice that I have had to make this entire season. I'm going home. Hey Brendan, we have someone with us today who is here for her revenge. Category is revenge. It's Jamie Missy, bitches! Welcome back to the stage. Back and better than ever. In studio, I'm wearing a full camo look because I'm ready to fight. So you're camo kitty. I'm camo kitty. <laughs> oh my God. Camo on camo. Uh, we wanted you back for this monumental episode. I've been waiting for a good episode. There have been a lot of sleeper hits and I needed the one that was explosive. Yeah. There have been bad episodes. Yeah, so yeah, I'm trying yeah to for say. sure. Yeah. Uh, but you guys had some real life drag race stuff going on this past week. Yes. Um, we went to nightgowns because Sasha Velour relies on brains. Yes. It's a monthly show she hosts where she hyper curates performances by many different drag queens. <laughs> hyper curate. We're talking hyper curation. There was a drag king. There was a conceptual artist. There was a traditional drag queen. There was Olive de Nightlife, who is, was her co-host and C- star. CEO or COO or, you know, C-level in the Sasha Valor company. C-suite. In the C-suite. High level, yes. Okay. She liked my photo on Instagram, so follow me on Instagram, at Jamie Missy, to find the photo. <laughs> Wait, the was, plug. was Heather Valor there or no? No, mm. I don't believe so. Um, Johnny Valor, though, was well, looking hot, guy. like yeah. a snack. Is that what kids say? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. But I was looking for Vanya Valor, the dog, and mm. she or he, no, I'm unclear on the gender, was not present. Mm. But it was actually an amazing show, and... At first, we were like, oh, yeah, this will be just, like, her running around, but... Like, arts and farts. Yeah, and we won't get it. But it was amazing and inspirational, and I definitely want to go back again. Yeah, she sets it up like this is, like, a queer space where you can, like, celebrate being queer or queer adjacent. Mm. Yeah, and I'm yelling, like, doing a finger wag in the back. (laughs) Um, But... There was some Drag Race girls there, um, vivacious, mm-hmm. unexpected, but beautiful performance in like a club kid look that changed and stuff. Yeah, they was really she, went out like hard with the costumes. Was she joined by Ornesha or no? No. No. Did anyone perform a song that you knew? Yeah. Um, 
Sasha performed that um, La Tigra song. Okay. Um, and then... Wasn't she joined on the stage by them or no? Was she? I thought I like... Re- no. Not at the 7 p.m. show. But... Yeah, not at the 7 oh, p.m. show. two shows in one yeah. night? She was joined on the stage by Johnny Valore and someone else. Mm. Um, and then... Uh, who'd you call? The one I love, my favorite performance was um, Bitch Better Have My Money. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. By who? By Sasha? Neon Calypso. Neon- I te- I tried- oh my god. I texted like a group chat that we're on and I was met with like radio silence. Neon from- Calypso is changing the face of drag. She is so good. She did like she did this spoken <laughs> word lip sync about capitalism. Which I was not here for because I didn't know what she was talking about. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then um went into Bitch Better Have My Money. And that's when I tuned in. Mm. Season eleven, um, get her on there, she will win. It was really, really amazing. But Monet Exchange from season 10 um, also performed. I, yeah. was, I was not here for that performance. I was yelling, not a star in the back. <gasps> she I really was. I did. It was... The, I thought she was The a reveal star. was, not to spoil it, but she was in like a fire-inspired look, and the mm. reveal was more fire-inspired look. Like, like this girl's on fire. Yeah, but like... Come on. Come on. Yeah. Either be on fire or like don't. (laughs) Um, Sasha was wearing like a fucking Shania Twain inspired like hooded leopard prints. Shania was shaking as the kids said. Yes, Shania was was shaking. Was she wearing a wig or now wig? Yes. It depends. She had Mm, many many iterations. Either way, we think you need to attend next month. And I'll the venue the is just really yeah. cool. Yeah. The venue is cool. Where is it? Where is it? I'm sure. National Sawdust. Which is where? Williamsburg. You don't have to there leave this borough, Dan. I know, but like Williamsburg is almost another nation. <laughs> I mean, like, just try try new things every once but in a while. We would, I'm telling you, also you would a school love it. night. What, wasn't it on it Monday? It was on a Monday. I, that is. But we went to the seven o'clock show. We were out yep. by nine thirty. Okay. Yeah. That's the, reasonable. The this, reason that we were out later is because we decided to socialize with one honey mustard girl. Who's mm. also in the studio <laughs> audience today. <laughs> okay. So that sounds like you had fun. I will consider joining you guys. However... Maybe like, you're not invited if you're going <laughs> to just consider. Yeah, just like keep it. We have a group, a nice group of people that we go with. Shout you can to- stay home and watch Vanderpump Rules. Okay. <laughs> there was some very big... Season 10 news released the same day as the Housewives of New York trailer came out. So it was quite the day for us. I We're going to talk about Housewives of New York next episode because... Because this is not the time or the place. But like, <laughs> there was too much news that day. I was shaking. My heart was racing all day. And then this happened. Season 10. Season X, as one might say. The only guest judge... That would be right to to open up the show, Christina Aguilera. Ah! Please welcome to the stage, Christina Aguilera super fan, Alex. (laughs) (laughs) Hi everyone. Okay, Jimmy. Yeah. (laughs) Alex is going to co-host the recap episode for when she is on. So stay tuned for that. If in case you haven't been paying attention, Alex is. A huge Christina Aguilera super fan. Like, not even an ounce of, like, joking or anything. Like, I'm full-on obsessed. Like, she's my everything. I love That's her. That's how Dan and Alex met. Yep, true. <laughs> because I was pos- posing in front of a picture of Christina Aguilera on Tinder. I swiped right after I saw that photo. <laughs> but uh, what are your thoughts on Christina judging? Well, I think it's about time. I think we're, we've now gone nine seasons plus like three all-star seasons. We haven't had a single Chrissy Aguilar lip sync. Um, I think that she, she clearly like, she loves theatrics. She has, she's done a lot of looks. Like, I think it's just, it's a natural fit. Does she have a lot of looks? Are yes. they going to do the oh, night yeah. of a thousand Christina's? Well, yeah. yeah. Alex did post like on his protected Twitter profile. Like what? No, I recently unprotected. Yeah, but so when, follow me when you post, <laughs> when you posted it though. Like not everyone could participate, True. so there was like very iconic looks. Yeah, I said, "What Christina would you do?" And there was like some people just said, "Like come on over." I mean, there's like even just like within 
like single eras. She has so many different like looks. No like, one said Moulin Rouge, and no one said no one said Moulin. I think Moulin Rouge is like very like obvious. an obvious choice. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. like a couple people said like Dirty, which is yeah. obvious. But I, like I within was... Stripped, there's so many different looks. Like debut era, like she had the red streaks. She had just this plain blonde hair. Well, somebody... So many looks. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I, no, and then she had like back to basic. She was like she did like the old Hollywood look. She bionic. Like she's done so many different things. And we have Lotus, which is like something that we don't like to talk about. Fictina. Love. Beautiful. I mean, beautiful. Uh, but what I'm excited for is I don't think she's going to play by the same rules of Gaga, where Gaga didn't want to send anyone home on our episode or be mean. No, we better have a lip sync. Like, I want to see someone go home. I they should just, her. like, eliminate half the cast. <laughs> Christina <laughs> will personally push them out the and, door. Like, and she'll, like, throw her gum at them. And then we <laughs> get a new, a new round of drag queens. Uh, you know what look I would do? I would do the Christina drunkenly running into a Christmas tree at Seth MacFarlane's Christmas party. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of, like, drunk Tina moments to play around with, for so sure. I, I think, like, the consensus is, I mean, from the whole fan base, everyone is very excited. I would hope so. If they're not, then, like... Get a life. Yeah. Uh, but thank you for joining us for this breaking news. Thanks for having me. <laughs> We'll see you back soon. Okay. Bye. Bye. <laughs> so let's, um, related in talking about judges, let's go to a call with a, from a new Drag Race watcher who has a question. Sure. Hi, Dan and Brendan. This is Rachel from California. And I just had a quick thought slash comment slash question. I don't know if this has been addressed on the show, and I apologize if it has. But how do we feel about Erica Jane possibly being a guest judge on Drag Race. Has that ever been discussed? Has she ever even, I mean, I apologize if she's been on and I just didn't, I'm new to the show. Um, Thanks to you guys. But why hasn't she been a judge if she hasn't? And should she be? I think so. Anyways, hope you guys have a great weekend. Love you. Bye. Thank you, Rachel. Uh, Erica Jane has not been on the show. But we totally support her being on the show. I think they just haven't... They don't do enough Housewives, and it might be, like, a choice for, like, not oversaturation. But the only... Correct me if I'm wrong. The only housewife to appear while she was a housewife was Camille Grammer. And Lisa Renna appeared before she was a housewife. Yes. Well, the the other thing is, like... It's filmed on such a delay that Erica Jane really would have only been a guest judge on one of these current seasons. Right. Because when she was making it big on, on Beverly Hills was only a few years ago, really. Right. I mean, like they could have bopped her in when she was like big on the gay club scene or whatever. Yeah. But no, but now it's her time. Now and it's her time. It's probably going to happen. Especially like with Christina being on and being good friends with Erica Jane. Well, I, I don't know though. I wonder how heavily um, Viacom is going to start plugging in people from like their um, VH1 shows now that we're on VH1. I mean, we've already started with like that person who's on that show Girl Code from the other week that like we didn't Um, really know. Oh my God. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Every judge thus far on this season has been awful. So Erica Jane will probably not be there, except for, um, which we'll talk about later, Baby Spice. But Erica Jane probably will not make an appearance for another five years Mm. based on the trajectory of how they just randomly slot people in. But like her songs would be so good for lip syncs. Oh my god. Expensive would be the one. They should do a Housewives musical a la the Kardashians. (gasps) That's such a good idea. They definitely did a Housewives, there was something... They did a mini challenge, definitely, that was Housewives related. Wasn't it like when... It was was season seven. It was multiple reality shows, and one of them was Housewives related, maybe? I could be wrong. Where they gave them the boxes in season six. I don't think it was Housewives related. It it wasn't necessarily... Reality shows like Golden Girls was one of them, wasn't oh, it? Oh, I could. Okay, we're going way off track. I have no idea. <laughs> um, but Jamie, yes, season ten. I'm excited. I can't wait. Are any of the girls popping out to you? Future all stars, absolutely. So I am very much pro New York queens. I believe mm. I love. Well, actually, I have mixed feelings about Aquaria. Yeah, because she looks really beautiful, but her interview 
during the Sasha Velour interview session, which looked very high budget, by the mm-hmm. way, was boring, super boring, as yeah. in fast forward boring. Well, Aquaria to me is like part of the new crop of like Instagram drag queens mm-hmm. who just get the look down and yeah. don't necessarily have like the Performance. skill behind it. I yeah. mean, she's 21, so I can't imagine like how long she's been really performing in the clubs. And she's probably racist because she's Sharon Needle's drag daughter. Yeah. But she does pop up in the New York Housewives trailer. Really? Crossover? Yeah. Yep. Okay, that's cool. Oh, she's one of the drag queens that yep. um, Sonya's like, well, you're going to tuck your junk or whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, there's a split second of her laughing and someone else who seems to not be a drag queen, but just a, in like club clip. A club clip. Club kid drag or something. So uh, stay tuned for that. I think it's the Halloween episode, which should be the premiere, perhaps. Yeah, from our intel. From our intel. So stay tuned. I'm also interested in Ms. Cracker because I've seen her in person. Mm. And the body is weird and the personality is odd. But, and the name is... Not the wisest. The body's odd because, like, she can do a lot of, like, tricks. So yeah. it's, like, built in, like, an athletic way. Oh, yeah, it's very Carrie Shrug, like, boop a doop a doop What is boop a doop a doop when it comes to I, Carrie Shrug? No, she's, like, booping over the, the pommel board. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I'm, I'm following what you're, what you're putting down, for sure. Booping. Yeah. But it's going to be interesting. Season 10 is going to be great. Yeah, so just a few weeks away. However, let's get to... This week's episode. The Revenge. The Redemption. The Revenge. So, like, the first good episode in weeks. It's been tough. Yeah. It starts off with The Handmaid's Tale. Which I'm still into. This gig. this narrative that they're building. Even, even though I still haven't seen Handmaid's Tale. I just don't understand. We, we, we did it, and then what are we doing with it? Mm-hmm. It made no sense. <laughs> Brendan, did you watch Handmaid's Tale? I watched most of it. I, it got depressing, though. Oh. You know, I, there, I can only see like someone being hanged like one more time before yeah. I need to switch it off. <laughs> Head Spoiler. over to Queer Eye, the new season of Queer Eye, yeah. <laughs> no, head over to MasterChef Junior, which premiered this past My, Friday. I cannot wait. I'm going to become a scholar. So good. It, I feel like, Jamie, it's really it in is. your real I love kids. Christina Tosi. I love Christina Tosi. Such a one. Anyway, back on track. <laughs> Get Christina Tosi as a guest judge. So oh my god, my, yeah. yeah. It, and it's Anthony, true. do a food challenge. Ooh, they, they really <laughs> haven't played in that space. Yeah, they yeah. haven't played in the food. That's like... Season right. two, they did a food thing. Remember when they had the eating, the chicken eating contest and everyone yeah. threw up? Ugh. That's yeah. gross. The Never mind. Let's, let's, this brainstorm, <laughs> let's like uh, get rid of that idea. So they, they, they tricked us because we were wondering who's under that little handmaid's bonnet. <laughs> and it was pretty obvious it was Aja, Chi-Chi, and probably Morgan. Mm-hmm. Based on height and tattoos. Yes. Uh, and then Milk and Thorgy scoot on out. Did a little gag. So I feel like that was a lot of built up for... No, but it was, it was like really smart of them to do it that way because yeah. it creates buzz. That's all we were talking about for like a week. Yeah. In very, with various people. Mm-hmm. Which leads to my first note that Rue loves acting this season. <laughs> Rue with the, did I leave my hair iron on? Oh like yeah. Like snake noise. Da, 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 da. No. But it's interesting because she actually talks about what's the tea, like her going on auditions and this and that. Well, yeah. And she was on Broad City. She's going to be on Grace and Frankie. So but she's definitely like stretching out her. She's flexing that, that muscle. muscle, acting muscle, especially this and The Bitchler too. She was like trying to steal that mm. show. Well, The Bitchler was unwell. Yeah, yeah, that was really not well. But And we also had that one season a few years ago where it was like six acting challenges in one season. Uh, yeah, seven. that's not for me. That's yeah. I mean, but, season, oh, I seven, season seven, not, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, we get to the girls returning from Aja's elimination. We learn that Trixie was also going to eliminate Aja as well. Which, like, come on. Throw me a bone here. Like, Aja did not deserve it. Yeah. This Sorry. is true, but it was really sweet when Shangela went on her rant about accepting her fellow sisters and validation. And Are you becoming like, you're becoming a Shangji fan, I've I noticed. Well, I, I mean, we'll no. get we'll get to like the state of the season, but like you kinda have to be at this point. It's true. <laughs> I know. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Jeez. So uh, 
So they, we didn't have the return of the girls at this point like we did last time for All Stars because we were kind of just sitting on the edge of our seats waiting for them to pop back in. Mm-hmm. Instead, it's the next day where we learn what the new challenge is, which is the Kitty Girls challenge. Right. Which is going to be like a Spice Girls-esque performance. Girl group. Girl against group. girl group, yeah. 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 It was Which fine. I love. I like that, that storyline, especially knowing that Emma from the Spice Girls was going to be a judge. Yeah. Thank you for giving us a qualified judge who had a career. Should have been Jay Thurwall, though. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, one day. Emma, it was Emma and Adam Lambert. I mean, like, those, yeah. are, that's, those are two pretty solid. Yeah. We well, are pretty split on the Adam Lambert, though, feedback, I would say. Well, no. I mean, like, we, we can talk about it when he comes, but, yeah. like, he's high in the music world. He's been on Drag Race before as well. Oh, yes. Yeah, he hit on, what's her name? Who was, was it? Was it April Carry On? I don't remember. Oh. Uh, but, so this is where we, where Rue says, oh, but wait, and then... We're getting a competing girl group. I love it. Welcome back to the stage. I was sort of, like, I was hoping that it was going to be the three eliminated and then um, Chad in Alaska. That would have been genius. I know. Yeah. To, like, build the girls up a little bit. And freak out the girls, the other girls who are already remaining because they have the two winners. They've already spent so much time doing those green screen shoots with them. Just get them on the stage. (laughs) Get them on the main stage. Well, I mean, it was definitely all shot in one day. I don't care. In my the narrative that I've built, it's they're there every day. Every time. Yeah. Jamie doesn't. Jamie thinks they actually appear behind. I don't believe. Yeah, I was very, very certain they were there every time. Dedicated. Yeah. So, the girls come back and we're fighting for over twenty minutes. Oh my god, the longest roundtable fight. I was so annoyed with this. They should have like done, like, a thirty seconds for each person it's to true fight. i wrote down my rose and thorn which were as follows aja sitting cross-legged on the table doing all reactionary shots <laughs> which was sublime mm-hmm. and my thorn was definitely when milk started crying the like milky tears down his face they could have edited out the milk and kennedy thing all yeah. together but amazing. that milk thing has become like a meme so it's they knew what they were doing milk crying is the new lisa rinna single ear or single so, teardrop yeah i could have done without thorgy's Long story. Yeah, Thorgy's had nothing to do yeah. with anything. The only one who like had any merit, in my opinion, was um, Aja. Yeah, I stand without it. But those and Morgan looks. a little bit. I will say Morgan. Okay, so this is the perfect time for me to mention this. I feel like Morgan came like a lunatic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like generally it, speaking, or in that moment, in gen- both. In, yeah, generally speaking, <laughs> and in that moment, like. Would you want to kill her? Like, what do you want? I think she it does. Was unclear. Yeah, it was borderline gonna be a fight like at the end of the day she could kick off whoever the fuck she wants and like if it's you maybe you should have won right you know who morgan sort of reminds me of in like the reality tv um lexicon Mm. she sort of reminds me of a brandy glanville in that even when she's not right she like really leans into like the attack yeah yeah um do you know what a hypocrite is (laughs) (laughs) and she looks like a a a ghost version of Sid from Toy Story. Yes. Mm. I cannot get that out of my head. (laughs) I just, I didn't like it. I'm not excited to see her back in the mix. Yeah. I felt bad for Ben to an extent. I want to hear like a sidebar about Ben and his (laughs) mental health state. Like there better be a one-on-one interview, interview with the whole team. Yeah. Yeah. Cause something else is going on. I, we let's talk about that when we get to it because I have a lot of thoughts on like I do too. Sorry, okay. I'm jumping to the exciting part. So yeah, the fights were just was way too long, which meant the whole preparation for the challenge was so short. Mm-hmm. The girls are preparing briefly before get hopping into the studio with Adam Lambert. From each team, there's multiple girls that don't even get shown on the mic. Mm-hmm. Thorgy, Chichi, um. Shangela. Right. We don't see them on the mic at all. You're right. And we like see like fake drama between Trixie and Adam Lambert. It's like unnecessary. Yeah. They're trying to build another storyline with Trixie being problematic, which we all know she's not. She's right. I stand by that. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I just, and then there's just so many aspects to this that we don't get to see. Like, obviously the choreography was more intense for this than it was for the VH1 Divas challenge. And we spent 
a lot of that episode watching them prep for that. Right, and they did a really good job, though. Yeah, they did a good job this time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, like, fabrics are provided by mood, but... (laughs) I can't tell if they they can use stuff they brought from home. Are they cooking up? Things? They can use stuff because Ben used yeah, the, the Julie Andrews exactly. costume. That, I would have liked to see that transpire a little bit. Yeah, make this episode three hours long. Is make them go say. shopping in yeah. mood like they do oh, in Project love. Runway. I mean, yeah. it doesn't need to be three hours, but like the fight should not have been. No, that was a third of yeah. this episode. Yeah, and then also like back like in the tail end, like them sitting around just chit chatting. Nobody yeah. cares. Let's just get to the main stage. Yeah. Yeah, agreed. Speaking of main stage, though, like, give us a fucking runway where mm-hmm. we have new looks, aside mm-hmm. from, like, what they wore during the performance. Like, come on. Yeah. Agreed. I mean, this episode, with all ten of them there, I can understand, like, them needing to not do an additional runway. Mm-hmm. But this whole season has been very light on the runway Unacceptable. The time they like fast forward through the runway for the yeah. flower challenge, I was like, I had whiplash, <laughs> basically. Yeah. So... The eliminated girls perform first. We have Milk is Milky Kitty. Thoughts? Loved. That outfit, that sheer... You're the first love. That sheer overall look I would purchase and never wear, but it was so good. But it's like me being Brendan Kitty. <laughs> I see it's low-hanging fruit, but I'm just saying... Loved it. And I thought the lyrics were really cute. I'm sorry. I know everybody's going to hate that, but I'm, there's still a part of me that believes that Milk will come out of this eventually and not be a total asshole. Mm. But until then, we can... She's yeah. an asshole. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. I mean, I, her rapping, I didn't... Really oh my God, I loved it. it. I, I would buy the song and then just listen to that part. God, we Sorry. Got... Enough, enough, I know. We have, <laughs> a, we have a blind stand. I know. True blind stand. Uh, Thorgy, who, since we didn't get to see her with, with Adam... This was all a surprise. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exercise kitty. No, thank you. Also, like, if you're going to be exercise kitty, change it to fitness kitty. Yeah. Rolls <laughs> off the tongue better. Also, she wore that wig on her season. In the roller skating challenge, the, Yeah, I it was. The whole yeah. outfit was very reminiscent of the roller skating challenge, which I also was just like, eh, okay. Yeah. Aja was the breakout star as Banji Kitty. Genius. And Aja's the reason why I thought that the first group did better. <laughs> <laughs> Just on the strength of Aja. It's like my, my eyes only focus on Aja. Mm. Which made me question, so of the first group, because I also walked away thinking they were the best, who were the people that were bringing them down? Because I thought Morgan and Thorgy were the ones performing worst. I thought it was everyone other than Aja, really. I mean, Milk. Oh, and Chi-Chi, sorry. Yeah, that was. Milk was bad. So Morgan is Bimbo Kitty. I have two things about Morgan. Number one, I thought this was the best Morgan has ever looked on this season and her original season. I agree. I don't remember what I she agree. looked like. And number two, this is the second time that we hear in this season her lip syncing to her own track. And both times, I have difficulty <clears throat> understanding what she's saying. Because mm-hmm. like, she's Scottish. Thank you, everyone, for clearing that up for us, <laughs> by the way. We've gotten multiple tweets, messages. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know if it, it's not like I'm hearing Scottish in the in the singing, but it's just definitely not pronunciating <laughs> clearly. The articulation is not yeah. sharp. So, like you, you don't have sharp articulation. I know. Sorry, guys. <laughs> but I did. I did we like, discussed this before oh, taping last. Thanks week's for sitting episode. around for ninety-five point five episodes. <laughs> <laughs> I did like when she did her baby reveal though, and was like in a different look. Yeah, I agree. Although, did you notice how that like? That thing she was wearing was on the floor for the entirety of the That drove me crazy. Thing. Can and somebody it kept, kick it away, it please? It kept moving all over the place, which yeah. made me wonder if they filmed them performing multiple times. I, this is my conspiracy ah. theory. Well, well I, they do the Victoria's Secret fashion show twice. <laughs> so they must do this twice. <laughs> it's that level of production. Which is why on the actual broadcast, we didn't see Ariana Grande run into the wing. <laughs> <laughs> show us that clip. Give us the clip. Yeah, no, I think you're right. But that was annoying. And then last in the Eliminate Girls was Chi-Chi, who we all thought until I did some deeper research, we thought she was space skinny. <laughs> and it turns out, She's Cajun Kitty? Those are, you can see where the, you could get those two mixed up. <laughs> She's wearing this, like, 
an a astronaut space, space suit <laughs> that it was ill-fitting at best. No, I actually thought this was one of her better looks as well. No, I thought it, she looked cute. No, it was a mess. <laughs> if she was going for space kitty, <laughs> yeah. I would have been like, <laughs> yeah, nailed it. But the wig was like really throwing me oh, off okay. there. She shouldn't have been center peach the whole time or whatever <laughs> housewives reference. Yeah, <laughs> she should have just been sidebar. So yeah, so that was the first group. Some people, you know, what's so interesting is that. The online reaction has been some people love the first song and some people love the second song. I'm in the camp of loving the second song. I'm oh. in the camp of loving none of the songs. Oh, They're I choose the first song. I loved it. Oh, but yeah, I agree. I, I say love, but I don't think either of them were that. Did you buy it on iTunes? No. I'd buy them on iTunes, but that's because I'm ill. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so then we get the top five girls. Ms. Dela as goth kitty. I don't like when people just call her Dela. I like Bendela. Ben-dela? I like Ben. Mm. Well, I apologize. <laughs> I, I mean, she achieved yeah. the goal. Her her verse was also good, I thought, as well. Mm-hmm. They built it up in the back when they were in the studio like she was doing a horrible job, making yeah. her record it three times, which yeah. was completely unnecessary. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't enjoy looking at her. The look was yeah. on point, but I was just not enjoying... The look. Yeah. I didn't really like looking at her. Yeah. Okay. No, I thought, like, Katya's, like, 90s look that she wore for that lip sync in All Stars 2 was better. A better version of what Dela did. Mm-hmm. I don't even remember that. Bendela. Deep cut. Well, not really. Not a deep cut. Okay. <laughs> Trixie was IQ kidding. Oh, my God. She outsold. You know, I... I normally won't, like cheer the loudest for Trixie, but I thought this was the best she's done all season. Her verse was amazing. The I'm look, sorry. The verse, the performance. I yeah, she was fine. She was oh. great. The choreo, <laughs> I was watching her do her choreo the whole time. I was like, you're doing an amazing job, sweetie. Yes. Yeah. You're doing an amazing job, sweetie. Shangela was Sparkle Kitty. Like... Lois hanging fruit. Yeah. Like, it's like right after milk. Yeah. It yeah. didn't really elicit a reaction from me. I was just like, eh, whatever. Yeah. I thought, you know, she only did better than who's next? Kennedy as Diva Kitty. Like, next low hanging fruit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I yeah. mean, this was really. I didn't see the vision. No, no. A lot of high kicks, a lot of splits. Well, that, that, I mean, that's, that's what she brought to it, but everything else was just kind of like. What's the diva aspect no, of this? It was more right. space kitty for me. It was another space kitty. Yeah. From- she was wearing purple blush. I was like, what? <laughs> and that wig was very sad. Yeah. But- and it was also flopping in her face. Yeah. No, no, no. Fast, fast forward. <laughs> So, BB, Jungle Kitty. Love it. Love the whole look. Love everything. Oh, I love when wow. she leans into animal prints. She really came that way. <laughs> I'm surprised, actually. You didn't vocalize this when we were watching you it live. You for the show. Yeah, save it for the show, as they say. <laughs> did you like BB? So, I'm torn. Because I thought she did a great job, but it was kind of the same exact thing she did for the original talent show performance. Yes, exactly. Exactly. You know what? Lean into what you're good at. And I know that contradicts what I have been saying about everyone else. <laughs> yeah. So I would have said, like, she did great, not the winner. Uh, and we do have a call about BB's look and namely her song, Verse. So let's take a listen. Hey, guys. This is Hillary uh, calling in with some comments about RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars 3. Um, I just watched that rise, which was actually really good, um, where Jiggly Caliente debuted her new single, Fuck Boy. Um, it was a bop, so I was into it. But anyway, so I wanted to talk about uh, Bibi Sahara Benet's obvious copyright infringement of The Countess Luann. Um, I know you guys are going to talk about this because it's, like, so obvious, but, like, you can't just say, c'est bon, c'est bon, like, in a song. <laughs> like you just can't so anyway um i thought that both groups did amazing and like i would both buy both songs on itunes for 129 but like i can't get over bb's copyright infringement anyway um talk to you guys later bye hillary you said what we were all thinking even one jamie missy who barely watches housewives it's true i was like i don't know if you can do that on national television how are you allowed yeah 
I didn't even see the relation because she was just going through all the languages of the world, I guess. I think it was an homage to, to, to Luann. Stand I, in solidarity with our sister in her time of need. Even though this was filmed before. <laughs> BB, BB knew <laughs> it was knew. coming. <laughs> she saw it. Uh, yeah, Luann actually, as much of Erica, as Erica Jane should be on, a guest judge. I'm on looking this. at a photo of her right now wearing a fur. Beautiful. I hope it's fake. Nope. Throw <laughs> no, your paint can. <laughs> okay, uh, so let's move on. The winners were BB and Ben. Who should have been the winners? Aja and Trixie. So yes, that's exactly <laughs> what I was going to say, but I thought you were going to yell at me. I agree, and I think this should not have been judged by, by team. No. It, I think it was just, like, really planned. They, like, dismissed them, like, very quickly, and I didn't like that. I wanted to see um, critiques of, if they're in the bottom, I want to see critiques of the bottoms. It's the truth. I felt the same way. Plus, yeah. I would download that song on iTunes. Sorry. Critiques of the bottoms? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> there, there was just nothing about this that was actually a team challenge. Like, everything was very individual. Yeah, this well, is true. It's not like they had to come up with something together as a team. Everyone came up with their own personal identity, their verse. Right. Their singing performance. No, I agree. I think it should have been done individually. But, like, once again, judging on this fucking season of this show is so weird. And it's bizarre. weird. And they wasted all that time in the round table 45 minutes earlier. And... I think even in terms of, like, pr- production-wise of the show, this was an easy one to give to Trixie. Like, over... Yes. Over mm-hmm. Ben. Yes, because of the wig, you're not going to give it to her? I'm sorry. Well, no, because of, because she was not nice to Adam Lambert. Like if, oh, that too. If, she, if that's, like, a reason, why is Tyra Sanchez, like, season two winner? Oh, my <laughs> no, God. But no, if we're Tyra. talking about production, it's sort of obvious that Ben had indicated to someone that she wanted to go home, and so yeah. they... They cooked up this little plan to get her out. Yeah. Whoever had the whiteout. Yeah. Who I, had the whiteout? It's like a PA or an intern Michelle. had that whiteout. Yeah. No, Michelle. What are they whiting out in the show? <laughs> 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 like, what are they, the like, script. Yeah. like sending no script, letters? Right? <laughs> Maybe, like, they use it for makeup. Whiteout? <laughs> yeah, it's a, Back it's a highlighter. Tour, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, Pheromone is shook. <laughs> so, and then... And then BB as a winner too. No, I, I mean you, well, Brendan, you. I thought you. What? I'm like I'm like mesmerized by BB in a animal print. I think is yeah. what it is. I just like it leaning into that. I like anyone in an animal print. I love when Jamie wears her animal print. Coat. I do. I have two animal print jackets, and he goes wild for them. <laughs> and then where? And then she comes in with a camo. Yeah, today I'm wearing camo. Not just to reiterate that again. I love camo too. I have a yeah. camo bag. Yeah. Uh, we coordinated walking down those city streets. <laughs> so, in terms of producing this episode. I don't like the fact that it was the no matter what the returning girls should have been the ones lip syncing. Yeah, oh, agreed. Yes, like, they're here for a reason. I mean, that's why, and that's how we got Tatiana and Alyssa, which is considered one of the best lip syncs in Drag Race uh, history. It's been taken off YouTube, but it 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 is the best. We look for it every Thursday. Yeah. <laughs> um. Also, the mechanics of uh, one of the, the top five girls being kicked off would have played out so differently if it was the bottom girls who won, because then five would be up for option. But with only three, it, it's like, who... I don't know, it's wild. Someone dropped a ball here. I don't um, like how they came up with this at all. Yeah. Or if it was something they ironed out in the beginning and, and Ben was always going to leave and it was just going to shake out this way. That's what makes me think why they made these kind of decisions and why yeah, like it all moved so fast and the bottom girls weren't even considered and like that sort of yeah, thing. It totally. must have been just like, how do we solve a problem like Ben de la Creme? Amen. But also, if Ben was going to leave, like, did we really need to pick Morgan? Like, you already were Ben de la Christ or whatever in that moment. Well, that takes us to the returning queen, which is Morgan. Yeah. Which I think part of it was she knew she wasn't sure how this was going to play out. Mm -hmm. And by bringing back the girl that she eliminated in the first episode... She comes out looking like a saint. Right. No, it's great TV, but she's been congenial this entire time. Like, bring back Aja is what I'm trying to say. I mean, it's fucked up because... Morgan is now in the second to last episode and right. possibly the last episode. That's psychotic. Yeah. And 
Morgan is unwell. <laughs> unwell, crazy eyes, like not there. Bonk, bonk is this thing on. Bonk, bonk. I saw Morgan when I went to um, Showgirls in WeHo in December. She was there. Tom Sandoval was there. James Kennedy was there. Tom Sandoval was at Showgirls? Did I not tell you this? No, and you didn't tell this listening audience. I think you didn't listen. <laughs> I was here. <laughs> no, but yeah, they were. Yeah, they were there. Um, and Morgan, a really funny story. Morgan told my coworker Priya that um, she was gorgeous or whatever, and Priya texted that to me and somebody else accidentally, and then Priya texted me being like. I accidentally texted that to so-and-so, and then Priya just left the chat that she texted it to, thinking that that would make it go away. Sorry. No. That's- <laughs> no. Fun? Fun story, friend. <laughs> but Anyways. it's nice that Morgan's nice in IRL. I think she's nice IRL. I think she's very conscious of TV and how people act on TV. Um... Which she alluded to at the beginning of the episode, I think. Yes, for sure. Um, Morgan's also the one in L.A. that sort of does air traffic control with, like, the yeah. new queens, right? Yeah, like, she, like, if a new queen is, like, thinking of moving to L.A., they come and visit, they stay with Morgan, and she lives with her dad, Morgan and her dad. Um, and it seems like the queens of RuPaul's Drag Race, like, really respect her and her place in, like, the Drag Race family. Mm. I just think the time to spend popping off would have been a reunion. That, I agree. I don't know when or where a reunion's happening because we have two episodes left and then the new season. Right. So when, is there going to be a reunion? I don't know. There was one for Ulcers, too. Yeah, but that was its own episode in between the second to last episode no it was after the finale because we knew alaska won at that point yeah um the way they did season nine the episode was before the finale yeah, but yeah. it was the way they did season nine was so crazy it was aired before the finale the reunion was but it was filmed after the finale so they were all but like, we didn't know up. who won between yeah, 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 the yeah, final yeah. two we as a people didn't know who we who won but like the queens knew no right because they they filmed both of them? I think they filmed both this of the top two winning. Oh, okay. Jumping back for one second, what did you guys think about Bendela's decision overall? To make herself go yeah. away? Yeah. I It pissed me off in a way that, like, it ruins the trajectory of this season to me in a lot of ways. I know it's reality TV, so it'll fix itself in the end, but, like, I'm extremely hurt not hurt (laughs) (laughs) i'm sorry brendan i'm I'm extremely hurt by aja getting the short end of the stick here in my opinion because she should have been the one to come back because of of the eliminated girls she was the strongest performer and had just been eliminated yeah so speaking of the trajectory of the season let's take a call from shanani who has words on uh the season in general. Oh, Hi, Dan. Hi, Brendan. Um, I woke up this morning to Brendan demanding that I speak on this uh, Ben de la Creme scenario. Um, so I'll give you some of my thoughts. Um, I won't go full Connor, but I want to bring up two things. Um, first of all, like, oh, Miss Bendela. Uh, ben is the ultimate response to the fan response. Um, that the show has been thinking into kind of from like All Stars 2 on. I think Ben knew that there was more, there's more risk to being mediocre after being great or sending home like a popular queen. So like this duck out is just a way of getting around that. Um, her like deucing up and leaving like that Britney vine where she's on like a motorized scooter does create like a narrative that the winner of this already kind of weak season is undeserving, which I think is kind of shitty. Um, The second thing I wanted to bring up is that this season is going to have a really odd legacy. Um, It doesn't have the joy that All-Stars 2 has, and it's actually kind of really angry. Um, Like, a lot of the testimonials angry at each other, and there's not that kind of common respect. And I was thinking about it, and I think it's really about... Rue thinking of herself more as a producer than a mentor, it really seems that she's looking out for good TV, and a lot of the moments are milked for the TV, but not necessarily for the 
personalities that I always thought the show had. Um, but overall, my main hope out of all of this is that Rue is going to go full either Tammy Brown or uh, Fifi O'Hara or maybe even just when the top four all attacked Aja at the reunion. Like, I think this reunion is going to be amazing. I think Rue's going to be angry that the favored child has ducked out and is going to go after her. And it's that is going to be really good TV. Um, so those are my thoughts on Ben Creme. And remember to follow Shenanigrate on Twitter. Have a good rest of your day. Bye. Thank you, Shanani, who brings up plenty of great points. That was quite astute. <laughs> I'm serious. Well, first of all, like the comparison to All Stars 2 and All Stars 3. And uh, the good point, like All Stars 3 doesn't have the joy. There Let's is, get Joy Bayar in here. Yeah. This is completely joyless. Well, I think it's like Morgan and Kennedy both have like the wrong attitude. Yeah, and Milk is being a oh, dick. Milk too. Milk has the wrong attitude too. Yeah. That scuffle with Trixie in the note. I mean, the only joy in this show right now is what Aja. Aja's bringing. And it's I'm sorry true. to be a blind Aja stan, but yeah. like, it's true. But also, Shangela's endless Game of Thrones references, like, joyless. Yeah, and it's like... Shangela's doing well outside of the Game of Thrones yeah, references. it's true. She is narrating the episodes. 100%, and I'm here for it, but like, also, I don't watch Game of Thrones, so I <laughs> do not know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Uh... And then the other point he made was, you know, it kind of puts a stain on whoever actually ends up winning this. Right. But if you think about it that way, it'll take a couple years, but it'll be fine. Like Chad Michaels was the product of All Stars 1, which everyone looks back at at, at, as a disaster. But now when she's around and in like the winner's circle or whatever, nobody like really thinks about that. Okay. <laughs> but the other point, too, is that pretty much everything seems like it's scripted for TV. It's not really about nurturing anybody's creative abilities. Yeah. Well, yeah, this is a television show. Whatever, I'm just saying. <laughs> Trixie will be on many different television shows post-event. I'm I mean, she already has her own self-titled show. Oh, my God, tune in. It's so good with Bob. It was really good with Bob. Bob the Dragon. I haven't watched yet. You I'm have to watch. Because you don't love Bob. No, no, I do love Bob. Oh, Bob's so smart. Bob. Okay, yeah. Okay. Yeah, Bob is like her, one of her favorites. Yeah, oh. ever since Nine for Nine and Tammy Brown. Oh yeah, yeah, we were there together. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the one last point he made was the fact that it was kind of genius for her to leave right now because she was clearly on the path to just annihilate everyone, and the fans would have lost their mind when she eliminated Trixie and Shangela. Yeah, I would have been up in her mentions. <laughs> like if it was Trixie I would have been I would probably get blocked so do you think that she her legacy in the future is gonna be like Willem in a way or and now we like now we fully understand what Willem was alluding to in that Tumblr post that we have like talked mm, about yeah. before or like where do you think Ben's legacy will stand because like personally I'm hurt as you are <laughs> <laughs> I'm pissed <laughs> off back, yeah. um but so, what do you think the fans will think? Well, Kevin O'Keefe tweeted the other day that she has won the most challenges of any queen. Mm-hmm. Beating Alaska, who was the prior one who had won the most challenges. Sure, but in legacy world, that doesn't matter. No, it's all about it, feelings. I think it, no, I think it does matter. Because like, people do know that Alaska won a shit ton of stuff mm-hmm. in the show. And, like, we all know, like, Ben would have won the season. Absolutely. Real, like, who was, was Ben's competition? RuPaul's is... Ben friend... No. It's going to be Ben Bendel's best friend race. Yeah. <laughs> I... Yeah, I don't know. It's just, like, now, where do we go from here? Only like, up with Trixie. Trixie, Shangela. But, but there's only two episodes left. Yeah, no, I don't know. Where's the time to, like, have another narrative? No, is, they're going to waste all that time at a round table. Is BB going to win no. All-Stars? The mole, you mean? No, the mole? No. <laughs> they end up just being like, hey, mole. Yeah. You got it. <laughs> hey, mole, get in here. No, no but, BB's like... not going to win. What if BB wins? Like, it's becoming more and more of a possibility. She's, well, she's now in the top the most. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. That would be very upsetting. 
you can't win twice. Yeah. Nope. It's going to be Trixie. Thanks. <laughs> I'm glad you're not well. Is, is <laughs> yo the you only win once? Yes. <laughs> So we also have one last call with regards to how this really shakes up all the drag race pools going on out there, mm. which we are part of as well. So let's take a listen. Oh my God. Amazing episode. Chef kiss. Mwah. Things of reality TV dreams. And we needed this after two episodes that were kind of boring. Ugh. Okay. So the way that Ben eliminated herself and kept those other queens and brought back Morgan like, that is what my pool needed. I feel like, you know, in some sport analogy, that would be like your team is down and some Hail Mary play happens. So I just feel very, very blessed about that. But I'm super happy with this episode. I feel like this is what we wanted from the Divas Live, where it, like, had a catchy song and, um, like, was very memorable. So very happy. Um, can't wait to hear your thoughts. All right, we are fourth and ten in the last quarter, <laughs> and Ben De La Creme threw a touchdown. This sports narrative, I can't. <laughs> I don't but, understand sports. No, it's for all the hats out there listening to our podcast. Oh Excuse me, some homes played football too. Oh yeah, I forgot. For Brandon, four picks are years. Now, Brandon was picks. a yeah. football queen. Yep. I just liked seeing. The boys in cute pants. <laughs> pants are not cute. Those are capri pants. No. Yeah. A capri sun. A capri. But you can see their butts. With high socks. Uh-oh. Honey's tuning in. <laughs> how, how is everyone's pool doing? I am... Every single pool I'm a part of, all two of them, I am losing. Wait, am I on the leaderboard at all for the one pool? I'm not on the leaderboard. You are now. Yeah. In, in the one where there's, where there's money involved, I hope that's not illegal to say. No, there's not illegal to say. Uh, Put your lawyer hat on. <laughs> I'm now in third place. Although I'm like trying to like see how the rest of the season could go. I'm not sure I will actually be able to cash out. I hope you can. I I'm hope like, so too. I am like bottom of With the barrel. Chi and Aja gone, my uh, my hopes collapse because I think. She- I had Chichi pretty high. Me too. I also had Aja pretty high. Aja was in my top yeah. um, three. Yeah. But in VH1, I've left Ben in my top three the whole season, which is why I like did so well in the leaderboards. There. I haven't bopped into VH1 since week one. <laughs> but I was no, like still, still beating here. Jamie. <laughs> yeah, I check it all the time and you're always one ahead of me, but I'm, I pretty much don't have a team left. I only have two people left on my team. And I think I still have Thorgy in my top for the VH1 one Sad. because I put her there only because they were doing a talent show the first episode. Mm. My okay. team now just consists of uh, Trixie and Chandler. And Chandler. Okay. So we, we still have a Freak of the Week and the One True Queen. The freak of the week this week is one RuPaul. She was in consideration for Queen because she was going to get the... She is getting the star in the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Oh, yeah. Yes. This month, actually. Uh, However, she did an interview with Guardian. And it's a doozy. So this this is a summation of the interview on Into... Uh, dot com. So this is what Into has to say. Trans women who have undergone any kind of gender affirming surgery as part of their transition will, quote unquote, probably not be allowed to compete on Drag Race, RuPaul has said in a recent interview with The Guardian. The conversation began when The Guardian asked the host if he'd be open to having so-called, quote unquote, bio queens, cisgender women who uh, do high femme drag on the show. RuPaul didn't seem keen to the idea. Drag loses its sense of danger and its sense of irony once it's not men doing it, because at its core, it's a social statement and a big fuck you to male-dominated culture. So for men to do it, it's really punk rock because it's a real rejection of masculinity. From there, the interview turned to season nine queen, Peppermint, which is... Hometown fan favorite in this gig. Sugary sweet confection. (laughs) Bad for your teeth. Uh, (laughs) Who identifies as transgender, as a transgender woman, and competed on the show. It's an interesting 
area, RuPaul said. Peppermint didn't get breast implants until after she left our show. She was identifying as a woman, but she hadn't really transitioned. On accepting a transitioning contestant, RuPaul seemed to reject the idea as well. Probably not. You can identify as a woman and say you're transitioning, but it changes once you start changing your body, RuPaul said. It takes on a different thing. It changes the whole concept of what we're doing. We've had some girls who've had some injections in the face and maybe a little bit in the butt here and there, but they haven't transitioned. So, Brendan? So, I think um, this is a conversation that uh, should be had by queens like Peppermint and not necessarily um, have other people who aren't living that life butt in with their thoughts. Yeah. I mean, there's been a lot of queens that have come out as trans after the fact. We also had Monica Beverly Hills, which was the first trans queen on the show. Mm -hmm. And we also have Courtney Act, who has been a great voice in the conversation. Right. So hopefully this starts a better conversation about the the whole discussion of trans queens on the show. Mm -hmm. And... I think, like... you're missing an opportunity if you try to shut some doors to trans queens being on the show, especially because Peppermint went so far, had such great performances, and, like, really became such a shining star, and then, like, now is going to Broadway. And, like, like people like that are only good for your show. And, I mean, th- this is, like, these are the people who are in the bars out in... The right, world performing, right. so you're just going to cut off people who aren't performing success- successfully. Right. So, that's it. That's it. Our one true queen, <laughs> Ms. Chi-Chi. Oh my gosh. We barely saw her this episode. How, however, she really shined her star when she was when they were going around and they were everyone had to like defend why they should come back. And she was like, don't pick me. <laughs> Let's not, not beat, beat a dead, dead horse. <laughs> and then cue her spacesuit. For that, we love a self-aware queen. Yeah, she didn't want to be the Roxy Andrews of this season. Genius line. And I feel like, she, you know, it's too bad because I feel like her first season, she, she didn't make it very far. Mm-hmm. And her performance where she broke the beads is oh, like something I think yeah. about almost daily. That is like top five lip sync yeah. for sure. That's why I put her in my top like four or five. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I was super disappointed, but it's good to know that she's aware of her abilities at this current juncture. She's a good person. Self-aware. Mm-hmm. We love a self-aware kitty. Yes. <laughs> Instead of a space kitty. NASA space kitty, Cajun kitty, self-aware kitty, all the kitties. All the kitties. I'm allergic to cats. I am um, a dog, dog person. Yeah, I'm a dog queen. Uh, but that's it for this week. Yeah. Thank you, Jamie, for coming back for your revenge. Oh my God, welcome me back to the stage anytime. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure during season 10 you will have something to say at some I point. I do, I already do. Yeah. So we'll be hearing more from you. But that's it. So subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher. It will help other freaks like you find us. Yes. Follow Dan at IDKIDK. Follow Jamie at Jamie underscore Missy. Follow me at NotBrendan. And as you can see, you guys love calling in recently. Continue doing it. 71747-FREAK. And <laughs> like, comment, subscribe, heart share, retweet. Love us, love us. Please retweet. See you next week. See you in a few days, and we're going to talk about the New York Housewives trailer. Bye. I want to see you come through, Queen. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. 
Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most. But if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.